Today's episode is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash adventures in autism. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Hi everyone, welcome to Adventures in Autism, episode 56. I am Megan Carranza, and today is the official one-year anniversary of Adventures in Autism. So I'm super excited about today's episode, I'm going to get to it, but I do want to take a minute just to say thank you so much to everyone who has supported the show and listened to the show over this past year. I honestly can't say it enough from the bottom of my heart. This has been a true labor of love and I am not the best follow through, not the best with my time management skills, but I have put out an episode every week and just to see how much the show has grown. Honestly, like from the beginning, I really didn't know if anybody was going to listen to this and I took a leap of faith. And I remember, you know, having those first few episodes out and just like watching downloads and being like, yay, people are listening. And, you know, to see that grow from, you know, hundreds of listeners to thousands of listeners is just like unbelievable. And it's it's overwhelming. And I'm, I'm just so, so thankful. So thank you so much just from the bottom of my heart for all the support and love you give the show, all your messages and reviews. I appreciate it so much. In honor of the one year episode, I'm hoping we can get to 100 reviews on Apple Podcasts or iTunes. So if you've been listening to the show and you haven't left a review yet, please, please do that. And other than that, <laughs> I'm super excited for today's show. I have a special co-host coming on and I had reached out on social media and asked people for questions for me about the show, about autism and life and whatever. I got some really great questions. So today is kind of a Q&A, Ask Me Anything episode. My co-host and I had a really great time. She's someone that I'm very close to. She's a huge part of my support system. I will say, just as a warning, we get a little kooky when we are together. And I am so comfortable with her that she really like disarmed me. So I think you'll hear kind of a different side to me in this episode, which I'm not sure if that's good or bad. You tell me. Uh, I also want to give a warning. We start with a song, which I know probably sounds really crazy, but... This, this person and I love to sing, and we are total theater nerds, so it felt very appropriate to pick a song from a musical. And she said that I should explain why I chose this song. I don't really think I need to explain that. I think you guys will get it. All I will say is that because this is the one-year episode, this song felt you know, special to me talking about why one year is so important. So that is all. And without further ado, here is the one year anniversary episode of Adventures in Autism. 525,600 minutes, 525,000 moments, so dear. 525,600 minutes, how do you measure, measure a year?
Hi everyone, welcome to Adventures in Autism, the one year anniversary episode. It has been one year of Adventures in Autism. I am Megan Carranza, thank you so much for coming to listen. This is a very special episode today, not only because it's the one year anniversary, but because this is my first time welcoming a co-host to the show. And she is sitting right next to me. You may have just heard her on those beautiful musical stylings. You wonder who was Megan singing with? It is my sister, Melissa. Welcome to Adventures in Autism. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Okay, we're going to try to be normal. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to work. <laughs> try to be not so like silly. We can get really silly. We're also having a glass of wine. So we're just going to try to be... Cool kids here. Um, but I wanted to bring on Melissa because if you have been listening to Adventures in Autism since the beginning or even just recently, you probably have heard me mention my sister, Melissa, a million times. Sometimes she likes it when I mention her. Sometimes she doesn't. <laughs> yeah, we can, we can dive into that. No, we're not going to dive into okay, that. Okay, never mind. Um, but I, I wanted to bring her on because she is a huge, huge part of my support system, the support system for our family. She is a very involved aunt and sister. She is really my best friend and I do love her so, so much. And she's also just a, a real hoot. So I thought she'd be a great, a great co-host because this is going to be a, like a Q&A episode. I did a Ask Me Anything on Instagram and Facebook and I got a lot of great questions about the podcast. So I'm super excited to be answering some questions today. But to start with, I wanted to talk to Melissa and just kind of get her take on this autism journey from an aunt's perspective, especially one who is so involved, such as she. And just kind of tell me like, how how has this been for you? Like processing all this and you know, because we, we were not a special needs family previously, yeah. and now we are. Well, it's hard because, like, not only is Logan, he's my first, he's, like, the first child of our family. Yeah. Like, the day he was born, it was, like, the happiest day of our lives. We you all, have said before that that was the best day ever. Yeah, life. it was the best day ever. <laughs> like, our whole family went to the hospital at, like, 4.30 in the morning he was the first grandchild on our side of the family and it was just like such an amazing special day and I just I remember like when he was a baby and I like he was a newborn baby and I came over to the house and I like stayed the weekend I'm sure I overstayed my welcome as I always do she's here a lot I'm here a lot <laughs> we're, we're in my room right now my room at Megan's house is the guest room which is also Logan's therapy room but yes. I just mostly call it my room in the basement <laughs> But I remember, like... It's in the basement, but it's... I mean, it's a nice room. There's windows. No, it's a real room. It's, it's an actual room. There's windows, there's <laughs> closets, there's a bathroom next door, like yes. a full bathroom. It's very nice. It's not, you know, full walls When you everything. say basement, though, it makes it sound like I keep no, it's even, not, like, a dingy... No, 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 no. It's a perfectly <laughs> nice, appropriate room. But I remember, like, holding Logan. Do you remember, like, that day when I... And I had to go back to work, and I was crying. And I oh, was like, I don't yeah. want to leave. Like, mm -hmm. I just, like, loved him right away. And I just, like, loved being an aunt. I love kids. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it was definitely a long process. And, um, I mean, I would say I... Logan... And it's like, I don't know if it's just Logan or Logan and autism. But, like, I am so much more emotional 
than I ever thought I could ever be. Like, that's my biggest takeaway. It's like, how have I changed? I mean, I know this is not about how I've changed. Like, I'm just so (laughs) emotional. Like, I was not emotional before Logan. I was not like this. That's because of him? I think it's because of him. I don't, I think like, a lot of it is just like, I feel so much more empathetic for people with special needs. And even though it's like, it's something that like, I see like daily because of Logan it's like I notice it more too like I was just in Disney World and like Disney World is very inclusive and really like I think caters to people with special needs and like anytime I saw like a kid with special needs getting on or off a ride like I would start to cry a little Mm -hmm. like I would have a lump in my throat and like it's weird because it's I'm so much more familiar with it but I also think I know like how like heavy what that it can weigh on with. your family and how mm-hmm. much they have to deal with and just like there's so much good and bad and it's just it's just a lot so mm-hmm. when I see people with special needs like I just think like they're just you know it's it's more like I mean you deal with more than a mom that has like three neurotypical kids that's just the reality. And if anyone wants to fight me on it, oh Lord, here's my address: twenty one seventy two. Okay, just we're kidding. not we're not trying to fight or anything. No, I I I agree with you. I I don't like to dwell on the hard stuff because there's just no point in that. But it, yeah, when you break it down, there there's things that we our family has to deal with that, like you said, if if we had all neurotypical children, we would not. I I recently did a post about. Liliana starting preschool and how it's honestly like staggering to me the difference between having a special needs child start school versus a typical child because like for Liliana I I filled out like three forms like that was literally it Mm -hmm. for Logan it was like multiple meetings with several different people so much paperwork. I mean, it's just, like, it. everything is just, it's it's very different. It's very different. Yeah, and I don't want to, like, quote-unquote dwell on hard stuff, but, like, life is hard. You know what I mean? Like, we all have struggles. Like, mm-hmm. we all have things that we have to deal with, and I think it's okay to say, like, this is really hard. Yeah. This is a struggle. This is something that, like, I get emotional about or, like, I have to overcome or deal well, with. Well, we all, I mean, you, you may be a, a new emotional lady, but... I've been emotional. That's true. From the start. This isn't yeah. anything for me. I probably, maybe no, I am more emotional. No, you're way more emotional because you have kids. Yeah, I think, I think just having children makes you more emotional. I don't know if I can say because of Logan, I'm more emotional. I'm just like, I've, I've always been just a bleeding heart though. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about just the kind of the early days with Logan because we this has been a point of contention for us before. Oh, I don't know if you want to talk about that. Well, I want to talk about it a little bit because I I know that I talked about it when I was on Jody's podcast. I'm not sure if it's come up on Adventures in Autism, but I had Logan in early intervention when he was like 20 months old. So we started speech therapy, we started OT. And I've said this before, but nobody, like none of the professionals around us had ever said to me, I think you should have Logan evaluated. But Melissa was actually, I guess, like the first person to to really think that or to to bring that to my attention. Although even then, though, I don't think that you said autism. But tell me like what for you, because I mean, I know for me what like early signs were Mm -hmm. that I thought Logan was you know, delayed or like having some challenges, but 
when did you start to think, okay, this might be autism? I honestly really don't know. Yeah. I, my memory about certain things just sucks. Like you remember this stuff so much and I'm not like, I'm not trying to fake it. I really don't remember. I just knew. So like we have a lot of kids in our circle that are the same age. Like mm-hmm. we know a lot of kids that are Logan's exact age that were born Within, right around the same like, time as days him. or months, days or months, yeah, like weeks. very, very mm-hmm. close in age. That's true. And we would see these kids all the time. And it was just very, I don't know how young he was. I specifically remember one time we were at Amy's, Megan's friend Amy's house in the backyard. And we were with like three or four kids that were Logan's exact age. And then probably a couple kids older or younger. And he was just totally uninterested in what the kids were doing. Like mm-hmm. they were on the sprinkler or something. And he was just like bopping around the perimeter of the yard. Like mm-hmm. could not care less what other kids were doing. And I think like... You know, it's just like, as Megan has elaborated on the podcast, like, it is just freaking hard to come to terms with, like, there might be something different about your kid. He might not be developing the way everybody else is. And I definitely saw that. And I... I know that I wanted to try to handle it, like, very, very, very sensitively, um... So, you know, I don't remember, like, our first conversation about it. I know that we, when we did talk about it, I don't, I personally did not feel like those conversations went very well. You were, in my opinion, very defensive, as I'm sure I would be as well. But it was just kind of like, I just, I guess I just sort of dropped it after a while because it wasn't going anywhere. And I would talk, me and my mom would talk about it and we would just kind of say, you know, like, it wasn't like he wasn't in therapy. It wasn't like there we were just there was nothing going on, but I knew there was a larger issue than just like he's a late talker. He you know doesn't love to play with other kids. I knew there was something else going on there. Um and I would talk about it with Megan's best friend. We would talk about it and my mom um not like constantly and I mean you know, it was a very sensitive subject, and you yeah. very much, like, did not want us talking to anybody about it. hmm So, that was hard. That, I talked about that, uh, that came up in an episode, like, an early episode where I talked about challenges and the controlling the narrative, because that yeah. was something that you had said mm-hmm. to me. And she's right. I definitely, like, before Logan was diagnosed... And maybe even right after he was diagnosed, I, I, I mean, I still feel very protective of him, but it was like, I felt like so protective. I was just like a, a mama bear protecting her cub. And I didn't, yeah, I didn't like people like having conversations about Logan or like, especially if it was like misinformation. And I think it's, I think it's different now. I think at that time I really was just, I was so unsure about everything. I just felt like. I was in quicksand and it was just like, I didn't, I didn't know up from down. So obviously I feel so differently now, but I mean, I've processed everything and I have worked through so many things. And that's not to say that I don't have hard days or days where I still have to kind of like reprocess and then sort of recheck myself. But Melissa has obviously been there since the very beginning. And it's something that we have talked about many times. So I'm sure some of you can relate to that because it is hard. I've had a few different guests come on and say, you know, oh, my, my friend or my, my sister or whoever had brought this up to me and I'm always curious like what their response is because yeah I know at that time for me 
to, to hear somebody talking about, you know, Logan maybe having autism or whatever it is that they were thinking, that was like, that was really hard for me to, to entertain that thought. Even though it was, I was having that thought, it was like, if somebody else said it, it was real, that kind of thing. So yeah, mm-hmm. I'm glad that we have, we've, we're past that. Yeah. I'm glad you have a podcast where you can talk about Logan updates and like you can just, you know, tell mm-hmm. the truth and spill your guts and, you know, it's something where, because people, st- you know, they'll be like, how's Logan? What's up with this? What's up with that? And I can kind of just be like, Megan's talking about our podcast. Yeah. Well, like. Refer to the podcast. It's true. I was talking to Amy, who Melissa just referenced, my, my bestie, the other day, and she was like, well, I, I listened to the your latest solo episode, so I feel like I know everything that's going on with Logan. And I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah. <laughs> so it made yeah, our conversation a little bit easier. Yeah. Uh, okay, so thank you for sharing all that. How am I doing so far? I think you're doing great. great. I think you're doing doing really great as a co-host. Excellent. So let's get into some questions. Okay, some listener cues. Some listener cues, please. Great. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> all right. First of all, I just want to say I got a lot of questions, really great questions. Thank you so much for sending questions, everybody that did. If I'm not going to get your questions today, I'm, I'll probably end up doing another like Q&A episode Maybe with Melissa, maybe not. You guys can tell me if you like it or not. Probably it should. <laughs> also, let me just drop like a Taylor Swift Easter egg in here. If anyone wants us to do songs from High School Musical on the next episode, let us know. I'm going to cut that out. No, you're not. Leave it. <laughs> just leave it. All right. Nobody well, cares. Move, moving on. Okay. <clears throat> Question one. This is from Jamie Clark, who is Megan's friend. And that past met, episode she on met the through, pod. Yes. She met yes. through the podcast. Mm-hmm. What do you do for self-care? Starting with a heavy hitter. Starting That's a big a, one. Well, yeah. I, oh, I feel like self-care is like such a, a hot button topic. It is. Well, speaking of self-care, I I listen to podcasts mm-hmm. a lot. And to me, that is... My self-care probably looks different than a lot of people's self-care, but it's like, you do you, boo. I listen to podcasts when I'm like folding laundry, which actually Melissa usually folds my laundry, so I don't yeah. do that. that Best aunt in the whole wide world. <laughs> she really does. It she... is my self-care to fold other people's laundry. So just remember that, people of Chicagoland. I'm looking, I'm looking for a job. <laughs> no, because she is looking for a job. Wait, That's wait. True. I have a question. Um, what podcast do you listen to? Um, So currently my, my fave podcast is Natch Butte. Oh, yeah. Okay. She knows that I'm into that because I've been mm-hmm. talking about it. That is like a beauty self-care podcast. Mm-hmm. And they talk about a lot of natural podcasts. I am very into to beauty. I'm an esthetician. So it's like part of my, my life. I'm a makeup artist. She's a makeup artist. If anybody in Chicagoland needs her makeup done, she's really good. Thanks. I am doing a wedding tomorrow. Don't forget, guys. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, yeah. So that that's that's a part of my, my, my self-care. Doing this podcast, honestly, is very cathartic for me. Talking with... I had a conversation earlier today with uh, a couple of really great guests. That's very cathartic for me. Other than that, my self-care is like not a whole lot, to be honest with you. I do take... I like to take a bath, like probably once or twice a week. I like to take like a bubble bath, relax. Melt my troubles away. I and like Melissa's whispering to me, Bravo. I love Bravo. But like TV is huge. TV self-care. TV is huge, especially Bravo and because it's mindless. It. And Bachelor. I and Bachelor. Yeah, I love I love like crappy Dance and Dance with the Stars. I love yeah, I love like crappy reality TV. Oh. And and my husband makes fun of me, but I'm like, this is mindless. Like mm-hmm. I I can literally just check out and be like, what are 
you know, Vicky and Kelly fighting about this week on OC Housewives. That, I mean, like, call, say what you will about Bravo reality TV, but like, yeah, it is, it is self-care for me. Do you feel like cooking is self-care? I was actually going to say that too. I love to cook. I, I love to cook and. She's a really good cook. Thank you. It's sometimes, sometimes cooking can feel, actually no, cooking never feels like stressful for me. Other things going on while I'm trying to cook feel stressful. Cooking is self-care for me though. Like I love to like chop and saute. I, I really love, I love to cook. Um, I don't know. Do you think I do anything else for self-care? Drinking coffee. I love mm-hmm. coffee. You like to just go out to eat. I mean, you don't get to do it, it a that, lot. But... That for sure. If I, if I, that is something I've realized more recently is that like I do need time away. Oh yeah. For sure. And I feel like for a long time I felt guilty doing that and I have let go of that guilt in some way and I try to make more of a priority of doing, like we, we have a great neighborhood. We I get together with like the moms, the neighborhood a lot and we do like, you know, dinner girls night yeah melissa and i not always get she's just here a lot but always here in this basement (laughs) but yeah i mean if i have if i can get it if i can get a minute away if i can get like a night off i will take advantage of that more than i used to because i feel like that really like recharges my batteries you like to get massages but you like do it like once a year i got a foot massage recently because jamie gave it to me jamie as a birthday gift she gave me a gift card which is so sweet and that was amazing i mean yeah i i love I, and I, I am an esthetician, so I work at a spa, so I occasionally will get, like, a facial or something there. But that's really it. But self-care is so, so, so important. So everybody listening, just, like, think about your self-care and what you do for yourself because I'm learning more and more how important it is and how I really am a better mom when I, when I have self-care. I think one thing, I mean, this isn't, directed to me but like I think one thing that's important in self-care and Megan will be like oh my god this is all you do is like you need to give yourself a break like I (laughs) love to give myself a break just like cut yourself some slack man I mean that's that in theory that's a great idea I don't I don't really have the ability to give myself a break all that often even when you're saying you feel guilty like find a way try to work towards not feeling guilty that like I this feel is like, what you need. You need to put your life preserver on. Yeah, I agree with that in theory, and I feel like I what I have gotten better at is not not that I let go of my guilt, but I've learned to like car- compartmentalize my guilt. So it's like I can be like, okay, I I'm gonna feel guilty about this, but I also know that it's important for me, so I can like put the guilt away for a little can bit. You get me some more wine. Well, I wanted to say while Megan's getting me some more wine that this, I mean, this is like a tangent, but like I always have told Megan before, like, I don't worry about Logan. I worry about Megan. Like I need Megan to be on her game so I don't have to raise the kids. She literally. In the instance of like something happening. Like I need her to keep her sanity because she's the best mom in the world. She really, truly is. But, like, I mean, her life can get really hard, and I'm like, I need you to keep it together. I need, I'll do what it takes to get you. She's scared for me to, like, have a nervous breakdown, because then she's like, I'm going to have to step in with these kids. Yeah, they're a lot. I don't know if you guys have realized it. They're a lot. There's no nannies over here. No, there's no nanny. It's just me. There's no cleaning ladies. It's just me. Manny's a very helpful dad. He's a very helpful dad. He's a great dad, but I am a one-woman show. She's a one-woman show for, you know, a lot of the week. One really quick story. A couple years ago, we went for our mom's 60th birthday. We went to Nashville for the weekend, and I was still nursing Liliana. She was like a year old, so I was like, I'm going to come, but I'm going to bring the baby. And Melissa was like, oh my God, why are you going to bring the baby? But 
but it was okay. We're like, it's a girl's weekend. We're going to bring the baby. So it was, yeah, it was the three, my mom, my sister, me, and Liliana. We had to drive seven hours with a baby in the, yeah. <laughs> in the back. It worked out, though, because it was the three of us. If it was, like, the two of us, it wouldn't have worked. But what we did was the first night, I stayed home with the baby, and you and mom went out. The second night, my mom stayed home with the baby, and then you and me went out. And, like, again, I don't get to go out very much. And we were, like, in Nashville. So I was, I mean, I was ready to party, for real. We were, like, karaoke up a storm. We were having a really good time. And she loves to check me anytime we go out. Like, if I oh, have yeah. one drink, I mean, I'm, I'm just loud in general. But if I have, like, a sip of alcohol, she's like, oh, my God, you need to calm down. But this night, I mean, I was. Like, I was letting loose. And she's like, you need to rein in it. Like, she was literally telling the bartender, like, I'd order a drink, and she's like, no, water. And I was like, do I not get to have some fun? Well, no. What she was worried about is she's like, I don't want to wake up with the baby. Yeah. She was just thinking about her. <laughs> and I also said, morning. I was like, I need to come back on this to Nashville without a baby. Without and a Megan's, baby. Uh, I, to me, that wasn't even a vacation. Like, people are like, have you ever been to Nashville? I'm like, yeah, but like, with my baby niece. With the baby. And Megan's like, this was a true vacation. I had a really great she, time. We just have very different lives. We have very. I don't have any kids. Yeah. I travel a lot. Yeah. For fun. By herself. She, I mean, I yeah. I like to travel by she, myself. She's living her best life. I thought that was a great time. But might I add, I still woke up with the baby the next day. Yeah, you always do. No questions asked. Yeah, it was You're just like. You're a total like, champion. You just, you know, you, you go into mom mode. Okay, that was like the first question. We need to oh, shoot, like, keep shoot. moving. Are we allowed to say the S word? <laughs> we like to keep this PG-13. Okay. Um. From Fifty Shades of Tay, love the name, mm-hmm. how is Logan sleeping these days? Excellent, excellent question. I would say he is sleeping good. So I've said this before on the podcast, but sleep is definitely an up and down battle for us. We still give Logan a very small dose of melatonin before bed. So he gets like two milligrams of melatonin. And that helps him fall asleep. It does not help him stay asleep. So there are many nights where he wakes up. Usually he comes in bed with me and Manny sometime around like midnight. I, Melissa will also tell you, I sleep like a freaking rock. I am tired. It is terrifying. I, it actually is a problem. I honestly, it's terrifying. I, I have, I have, I don't know. I'm really tired, you have guys. Have you always been that way? I think I've always slept heavy, but I think I am just so exhausted now. But like, like I, when the babies were little, did Manny just wake no, you up? No, somehow, I, I don't know if I was nursing, like, I don't know. Every now and then he would have to, like, kick me or something to wake me up. Because I, I, she yeah, like, I. sleepwalks and. I, I talk in my sleep, I walk in my sleep. I got issues guys it's a lot many issues so yeah that's a problem but I I don't wake up for like any of it so Manny usually knows when he came the next morning I always say what time did he come in our room sometimes he's like he he was in our room and he was up for an hour like running around screaming I I don't even I have no recollection of this if he comes in our room usually I sleep through it occasionally there's nights where it's like he really won't go back to sleep and then I ended up I'll bring him back in his room and try to get him to sleep. Sometimes Manny does that. Manny's up early for work, though, obviously. So it's like I'm. I we definitely kind of share that load, but that's hard because we we have periods of time sometimes where it's like he's Logan is up like all night. Melissa's actually pulled one of the night shifts with him once. It was awful. I cried. <laughs> yeah, she cried. I my, cried out of delirious exhaustion the next day. And my mom came. My mom had to come over. Yeah, to help to help I had her to then out. Then babysit all day long for them. Yeah, and then go to a bachelorette party. Yeah. I was well, like, you this rallied. is a living nightmare. You rallied. 
so, but right, right now, honestly, his sleep, his sleep is pretty good. Like I said, he still, he will wake up and come in our bed. Usually he falls back asleep pretty quickly and that's pretty much it. He is an early, early riser. He has always woken up around like five, five thirty. Well, I shouldn't say always. That was something more like as he got a little bit older. When he was a baby, he slept like a champ. So he wakes up super early, but he honestly, he goes to bed pretty early. He's in bed by like 7.30 or 8. So right, truly I can't complain. If if, if it stayed like this forever, I would not complain because we've had such much lower lows than this. So I will take it. But that is, that's pretty much where we're at right now on the sleep front. Okay. Next question. Mrs. Moulter32 wants to know, hardest thing about being an autism mom? Also a really great question. Okay, um, that's hard. There's a couple things that I want to say. The true hardest thing is, like, knowing that someday I'm not going to be here and Logan will probably need care for his entire life. And I am happy to be the one to care for him my entire life, but there is going to come a time where I'm not here. That's the true hardest, hardest thing. Because I, I obviously... I don't ever want that day to come, but someday it will come. It's just the way it is. So that's, that's really, really hard. And then people will say, oh, but he's got his sisters. And I'm so glad that he has his sisters and I know that they will take care of them, but that's hard too. Cause it's like, I want them to have their lives and live their best lives. And it's just that, that whole like issue is difficult. That's really hard. I would say like day to day, the hardest thing I, I I guess I would say the fact that Logan is nonverbal is the hardest thing for me. And he has such great nonverbal communication and he uses his pecs. He's getting his device. But, you know, my, my three-year-old daughter, Melissa will attest to this, literally never stops talking. Literally never stops talking. And it's it's exhausting. But also, like, I, I think about... I just, I just look at Logan all the time and I'm like, what are you thinking? Like, what are you thinking right now? Because my daughter tells me everything she's thinking, every every little thought, any anything that pops into her head. And I know that Logan must have all those same kind of thoughts like that. And I just would like a little a little glimpse into his mind sometimes. What's going on in that beautiful mind? I'm just always like if I look over at him and he's got that look on his face where it's like he's thinking about something, What's I just always want to know. What's going on in that beautiful it's mind? That, Oh, no, it's it's John Legend. Oh, that I, I think song. about that song. So you hate that song? I'm so over. I'm it. over it too. But that lyric runs through my mind Ugh. all the time. Okay. That lyric I think about all the time because I just okay. <laughs> Melissa and I like to sing too. Yeah, in case you, you didn't get that, that from our from the intro. <laughs> in our intro, um, so. Yeah, so that's the hardest part. Also, like we kind of touched on before, just the mom guilt. I have guilt about, you know, the fact that I have three kids and I'm always trying to juggle. I just, I feel like somebody is always not getting enough attention. Obviously, Logan gets like a very good chunk of my attention and just my headspace. But I I never want the girls to feel slighted. And I, I want them to know how much I love them and how important they are to me too. So just like juggling all that. Juggling. Learning how to juggle and, and balance things that that's hard guilt mom guilt in general is hard but it's also like bs you gotta let it go let it go also 
I was just going to sing that, but I'm going to try to sing more. Um, okay, this question is from The Zill. She is also the woman sitting to your left. The Zill is my sister. That's my <laughs> uh, alias on Instagram. That's her alias. <laughs> Who is your all-time favorite housewife from each franchise? I don't know if I'm going to feel to like get to each franchise. Okay, That's like a lot of franchise. like rapid fire. Okay, okay. Beverly Hills. Kyle? Atlanta. Portia? Roni. Bethany? Rock. I want to say Vicky. Ah! If we're talking about entertainment, I want to say Vicky. Dallas? Does people care about Dallas? I don't think people really care about Dallas. I I guess Brandy? I don't know. You guys, I watch all the Real Housewives. Potomac? Giselle? Alright, is that everything? Is that everything? Oh, Jersey. Oh, gosh. I mean, Tree. I love... Uh, If we're talking about entertainment, I look for who's going to entertain me. Like, that's why I'm watching these shows. Here's a fun fact. Before Megan had this podcast, we were going to have a Bravo and Bachelor podcast. We still might. We recorded an episode. There's a beta floating around somewhere. Yeah. Oh, it's on Anchor. (laughs) Well, no. I, I wanted to do this podcast, like, way before that. I know. But... And then Melissa was like, I think we should do a podcast. And I don't know, for some reason, that kind of I fell by the mics. wayside. I bought mics. Yeah, we that's have true. We mics. That's true. That's true. But then some, somehow, like, that fell by the wayside, and I was like, no, I'm really going to do the autism podcast, and I just felt, it, it, had, it really had been, like, weighing on me for so long. And here we are a year later. So, the cream rises to the top. Who's laughing now? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, next question. It's from Jody Warshawski. Did I say that right? Warshawski. Yeah. My girl. Girl, what's your favorite cocktail? Well, I am not much of a drinker. Melissa will also me either attest to that. No, I'm just she, kidding. I she love likes she likes a cocktail. Uh, we are drinking like a red wine blend right now. It is very good. I think yeah, this I would, actually is good. I like it. But I, this is not a cocktail. No, you can't say wine. I can't you, say wine is a cocktail. No, you can say an alcoholic beverage. Oh gosh, I a don't cocktail, even say sangria. You like sangria? All right, that, okay. How is sangria a cocktail? It's a mixed drink. And right? wine isn't. You guys can weigh in. Is, is sangria a cocktail? If, okay, if I'm going to choose an alcoholic beverage, I'm probably not going to choose a cocktail then. I'm going to choose wine or I don't like beer, but I love cider. hard cider. I love cider. The question was, what's your favorite cocktail? You don't like any martinis? Margarita? Can I say that? Sure. Okay, margarita. I do like margarita. I think she I, say I, that, I, right? I really, I, I really don't drink. She like, does I not drink. barely, I barely drink. She tries to act like it sometimes and it's very embarrassing. I <laughs> It's humiliating. I embarrass myself on the rag. It's... But yeah, I'm just, I'm, Manny and I both are not, not big drinkers. I like, I like to drink, but I just like, I'm not, I'm not a drinker. I don't get it. That's fine. <laughs> Next question. I do not have the name of the person. I just have the question. What would you want Logan to say about his life in 20 years? About his experience in therapy? About your family? That's a very, very good question. Um... I mean, honestly, in 20... Okay, so in 20 years, Logan will be 26. 26, Almost 27. That's insane. insane. Completely. I will be dead by then. No, I'm just kidding. You'll be... I I was going to say you'll be 40. And then I'm like, no. No. You'll be 54. 54. I just turned 34. (sighs) I will be old. Uh, No. People, if you're listening, you're 54. You are young and spry. Yeah. Um, I... Okay. What do I want him to say? Read that to me one more time. What would you want Logan to say about his life in 20 years? About his experience in therapy? About your family okay his experience in therapy i would like him to say has been positive obviously 
I have talked many, many a time, many an episode about how we do ABA therapy. He does quite a bit of ABA therapy six days a week. He actually, now, now that I've been doing the podcast for a long time and I talk to a lot of different people who are like starting ABA, Logan does 18 hours a week of therapy. He does three hours a day, six days a week. I feel like that's actually on the somewhat low end for ABA. He's in school full time too, but even when he was in preschool, and only went half day, he still, he mm. did that same course load. We never have done more than 18 hours. ABA is very, like, encompassing, and they want you to do to do a lot. But that's something I always tell people, too, if you're listening and you're, like, wanting to start ABA, and they're, you know, recommending, like, a full 30, 40-hour course load, tell them you don't want to start with that much, and just kind of see where it goes. So I would just like for Logan to say that therapy has been positive and helpful for him, I definitely think that it has for him, but I know that there are many, you know, people on the spectrums themselves who have said that ABA was not, not right for them and it was difficult for them. And I never, I never want to see Logan struggle. I never want to see him unhappy. And if therapy has done that for him, I, that would devastate me. But I mean, you see it too, because you're here with this therapist. He is, he is happy with them. He like they they come over and he's ready to go downstairs and ready to start therapy like that's just his mm-hmm. his demeanor and he he just he has a great time with his therapist that's not to say he loves like every second of it but that's definitely I would just like for him to feel positive about about therapy about our family I I just hope that he would say that we we love him so much and we support him so much and just rally around him and I feel like like I said I mean I Logan is definitely I don't want to say he's like I mean he's he's not the most important person in our family we're all equally important but I have a protectiveness of him that I feel more strongly and I guess I don't know if that sounds bad that's just the truth I feel more protective of him and I I want him to know that like all of us just love him so deeply and protect him and care for him that goes for our immediate family, but our extended family too. That we just we support him, and we love him no matter what. And I just want him to feel that. So, yeah, t- tomorrow, next boy. year, he loves his immediate family so much. He does. His favorite thing is like when you and Manny are both sitting on the couch with him. Yeah, he just like, likes he to just be wants to be with his family. Yeah, Manny and I always joke like we can never get divorced because Logan would be devastated. Yeah, like he, he would, just it would it would not bad. it would not go well. He is happiest when we are all together. He just, and like if we just can all if yeah, whether we're home or we're doing something, he just he just wants us to be he together. likes his extended family, but it also sometimes makes him think my parents are leaving because we're his babysitters. Right. So he sometimes is not psyched to see me or mom. He's gotten better, though. Like, it used to be, like, when we had family parties and, like, a lot of people would come over. The first, like, 15, 20 minutes, he was, like, very anxious. And then mm. he would, like, chill out. But now it's, like, people come over and he's excited to, like, party. He he really does. He loves all of his, like, aunts and uncles and cousins. Yeah. Like, he goes up to everyone and, like, wants to play he loves to roughhouse, so he just thinks that people are here that they can like throw him in the air. Mm-hmm. He's excited for that. So yeah, he's I family Logan. He's just our he's our our, our dude. Next yeah. question. Next question. This is from this exceptional life. What is your biggest hope for your beautiful kids this year? Very sweet. Very very sweet. Um, this year. So I had said that my goal for Logan for 2019 was for him to be potty trained, which he is, and I and for him to be able to call me something 
And literally just yesterday, I texted Melissa and my mom. He, I was getting ready for school and I just bent down. We were waiting for his bus. I bent down and I gave him a kiss in the cheek and I said, I love you. And he just looked at me and he smiled so big and he goes, mom, like just like that. What an amazing moment. That was incredible. That was like, he, he looked at me and it was like, he spoke to my soul and he has said mom before, but it's like when prompted, when we say, ask him to say it or mm-hmm. Manny will say like, you know, it's, it's not, that was the first time he's ever said it like on his own unprompted. So as far as like 2019 goals, I mean, check, check. Like we did it. We made it. We're, st- we're still having some slight potty issues with number two, but we're getting there. I would say it's a little more. Than it's, 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 <laughs> it's a lot when you're babysitting. It's a lot when you're babysitting, but he's, he has had way more successes recently. So I think we're, we're definitely getting there. P, he is like. I would still say 99%. You never know. There's like 1%. I wish all we did was pee. I wish all we did was pee. We wish we didn't have that would other be, thing. That'd be a lot easier. That'd be a lot easier. So he's met his goals for this year. Honestly, I need to like evaluate and really think about what I, I well, he's getting his device. So I'm going to say that. I'm going to say my goal for him for, for like 2020, this coming year is going to be for him to be using his device as his primary communication. I mean, obviously language would be like the goal for his primary communication, but I, I'm so excited about his device because I feel like right now he uses his pecs really well for like requesting or to tell us simple things, but I can't wait to just like have a conversation with him, like using his device where he can just say like, mom, I love you. Mom, mm-hmm. I want to do this. I'm let's go here. I'm feeling happy. I'm feeling sad. Like I, I'm really hoping that his device just like opens up all that language for him, whether it's verbal or using the device Mm -hmm. that that's going to be my, my goal for this year. But she said your kids, not just, Oh, okay. So, um, so Liliana just started preschool. So I hope that she has a wonderful year at preschool and she's like something else. She's a real firecracker. She really is. Yeah. I say that, but I think she's like the leader of the family. You think? Yeah. She's the boss. <laughs> the leader of the She, pack. like, talks for the kids. She does she talk just, for the kids. like... She will be like, Dee Dee wants to do this. Mom. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, she really... She, like, I always say that she has, like, a ton of personality, and I think people don't believe me, but, like, she really does. Um, I want her to just be happy. Uh, you know what my real goal for her would be is just, like, to chill out. She's so crazy. She's crazy. I need her to just, like, call her emotions. Like, she is so her mother's daughter. I would just like her to, like, like, like chill. Just a little bit. Just have a little bit of chill. We are, she's definitely my, my most difficult child. So I just would like for her to just, That's like, That's hilarious that she's your most difficult <laughs> she, child. She really is. Like, to deal with her and her emotions. <sighs> she's just, I say to Manny, like, on... Oh, it, weekly, if not more, I'm like, what are we gonna do? And she's she a teenager. is better for me. She's for better sure. for you. She gives me, she gives me all the business. She gives me all the business. I, I mean, I, she I love her so much, she but she me. is like, she's so much. Uh, my goal for my my little angel Layla, right now, it would be for her to start walking. She yeah. is 16 months old. She is <laughs> not walking yet. I talked about this. She's recently. 17 months old now. She'll be 17 months old. No. I t- on the 17th. Oh, okay, never mind. I-, I talked about this on the podcast or on on Instagram, but I I recently had her evaluated by early intervention for physical therapy. They they do a developmental evaluation for all kids entering the program. So she got both a physical and developmental evaluation. 
she is does not qualify for any services. So she's doing fine. She's just not she's not interested in walking. She's just not interested in walking. The developmental therapist did say that she was ahead of the curve in terms of like her speech and her cognitive skills. So my other goal for her this year would just be to like keep on that developmental path. And she's she's talking a lot, which is so much fun and just listening to her have language and especially like with with Liliana like they are are playing together more and more and starting to fight which is Aww. really fun <laughs> uh, but just to see her continue to to grow but for all my kids my number one goal for them would just to be be happy just be happy little kiddos and healthy okay and safe um okay these are two questions okay how amazing is your family I thought that was really sweet. That is so sweet. That's so sweet. I don't yeah. know if it's rhetorical, but it's very No, I, I don't know. It, this was from um, X, 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 Um So I thought that was really sweet. So really I had to add sweet. that. Our, I think Melissa will, will agree. Our, our family is amazing. Amazing. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we are... I feel like you're saying that sarcastically. I'm not. <laughs> are you talking about your immediate family or your extended Well, everybody. Family? Everybody. Yeah. I mean, families are so complicated. Um... <laughs> Like, yeah. No, your family, yeah, of course. Of I course. think we are we are extremely, extremely lucky. Yeah. I have been... Why do you think I come over here so much? That's true. We're a lot I'm of fun. I'm always here. Yeah, we're a lot of fun. I try I, to stay for days. I funny. have been so blessed with these children. They are like... I mean, every time I tell someone, yeah, I have three kids, they're like, oh, wow, you really got your hands full. I don't like get mad when people say that. I know some people don't like that. I'm just like, yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I got my hands full. But I always follow that with like, but they're just the best. Like we are, I mean, it, it, it's hard. There's definitely days where like I'm, I'm ready to just keel over. Walk out. <laughs> it's definitely, <laughs> I haven't had one of those days in a while. Um, but they like, I, and especially like my husband, Manny is truly like such an amazing dad i was talking to a friend of mine recently who i hadn't talked to in a while kim Mm -hmm. and she was like yeah and she was asking me we're we're just talking i haven't seen her in a while so she was just asking me about logan just kind of processing everything and i i was just telling her like how how awesome logan is and even though like yeah it's it's hard like i wouldn't change him for anything i wouldn't change our situation for anything i just i i love him so completely and she was like, and how, how does Manny feel? And I was like, he feels exactly the same way. Like he, like, I think that it's, it's hard to process these emotions. And I feel like we, we process them in different ways, but like we came to the same place. Like mm-hmm. we're, we're both just like, what can we do to help Logan? What can we do to support him? Let's just do that. And, mm-hmm. and he, I, 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 I just am really lucky to have him too. Cause he's such a great dad. And I'm very lucky to have support of my extended family. My mom and my sister are my babysitters, and they they help me out a lot. And I'm very appreciative of all their help. We do what we can. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I we are we are extremely lucky, and this will come up in another question later. I I really have been very very lucky with our family situation. It's coming up another question. Yeah. All right. Well, this is part on I don't know if this is on here too. So this is from Alina Mortiz. Thoughts on supplements and diets, any success? Do you want to answer that? Yeah, I do. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> those were I didn't save those in time oh, to do a screenshot. Uh, that's why yeah, I put them there. Yeah. Uh, I got a lot of questions they were all over the place. So that's a really good question. I'm actually just today I was 
emailing with a, a woman who is like a diet expert. So mm-hmm. we're going to talk about that soon on the podcast. She's going to come on as a guest. We have not dove into the world of diets. Logan is an extremely picky eater. He does not eat much. And my concern with the whole diet thing is that there he would eat nothing. Like he literally would just not eat. Mm-hmm. And he is not like he, he either is a bottomless pit and won't stop eating or he doesn't eat. Like mm-hmm. it's really hard for me to get him to eat. Up until just the last two days, he's been on one of his like, I don't want to eat kick. But up until then, like the last month or so, he has been eating nonstop, like truly nonstop. I can't keep the house like stocked with food for him. But my concern with the diets, like I said, is I, I, I would love for him to eat like a more balanced diet, eat more, you know, fruits and vegetables. But right now that's just, he, the kid won't eat. And it's not like a, a, you know, a typical child where I can say like, you need to eat this and then you can have this. Like he does not, he just won't eat. He just won't do any of it. So I w- I'm definitely interested in getting more info-, info about diets. There's a lot of talk about diets. You get that ate the plate, remember? Yeah, ate the plate is super cool. This this is um, the woman who's going to come on. She has had like major success and she has like her own protocol. So we'll we'll talk about that when she comes on the episode. But I I mean I think there's a lot. I, I diets are one of those things where I'm kind of like if if you want to try it, like go for it because it's not. Megan I don't think it's going to hurt very thin. Anything. I don't think you guys understand. I'm stretched pretty thin. <laughs> I don't think these people got that. I think there they do. There are no babysitters. Yeah, that's true. There is no help. It's not like I come over and help out while she No, goes. Melissa has a job. I have so a job. My like, mom has a job. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. we are not, you know. Yeah. She's very stretched thin. So, the, the as, we, as you and I both like to say, I have bigger fish to fry. I always say that about diet. Bigger fish yeah. to fry. Bigger Whenever fish we're to talking fry. about, like, food, because we did at one point do, like, a little bit of food therapy with Logan, and I always just feel like we have bigger fish to fry. We have other things that I am more concerned about than the food thing, but there is so much, like, research that shows, like, the food leads to better things. So, I'm definitely, and... I'm... I'm interested we gotta get in... his cholesterol tested. That guy eats a lot of bacon. <laughs> he lo- he lo- bacon, 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 bacon. He's kind of cut bacon. back on the bacon lately. He still loves it, but he's cut back a little bit. He's also very, very skinny, and his doctor told me to literally give him the bacon. Oh, I yeah. swear to God, she said, give him as much bacon as yeah, he likes. Bacon. <laughs> he fell off his growth, cur- growth curve this year. So we, we want to feed that kid. And that's what I worry about is that if I don't, if I cut back on certain things in the diet, that he won't eat. Uh, as far as supplements go... For the last couple months, I have talked with this in the podcast, we have been giving him Simple Spectrum. Heather was a guest recently, the founder, the creator, and I I think it's great. I think it's okay. it's it's awesome because it's like one thing. So it's that's the only thing he needs at this point. I was giving him like a multivitamin and B12 and calcium. Like we were doing like a couple different things. Maybe there was one more thing. I can't remember what it is though. Oh, magnesium. But the cool thing about Simple Spectrum is that it's everything all in one. And it's all, like, very highly sourced. So that's what we are giving him. Vitamin D is a big, big one. There's there's different deficiencies for kids on the spectrum that they have found that kind of correlate to it's, it's common to have these deficiencies. So Simple Spectrum is great because it really helps kind of cover all those bases the b12 was something i had read about a couple years ago it helps with like brain function i mean there's there's different reasons to give supplements so that's another thing too where i'm kind of like why not just try it like why if it's if it's gonna help or even if it doesn't help it's not like it's really hurting anything to like try some different supplements 
<laughs> we don't we don't want to talk about drug use. Uh, <laughs> well. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Anyways, this is the last question that you circled. Th- those were just like I really like these are important. I think, but okay. we have more Some questions ones after this. We're not important. No, they're they're all important questions. But I was like, I don't know how many we're gonna get to. So I'm like, let's start with these. Well, I have questions too. Okay. Yes. Um, okay. Too. So this is from above typical. Mm-hmm. How do you approach family members that just cannot interact with our ASD kids? Okay, so that was what I meant when mm. when we were talking about the family thing before. This is actually this, so above typical. Hi, Megan. She's also a Megan. Um, was she on the podcast? No, I want her. To, she's she's going to be. She's someone that I've been in. in we've been talking in communication for for a while, and she's great. I love her. Follow above typical. She shares really great stuff. Um, I get this question. Quite a bit, though, from different people asking, like, how do you deal with this? And I'm going to be totally honest. We have been extremely lucky that everybody in our our family, in our circle, has been very accepting and loving and supportive of Logan. So, like, personally, I, I don't have anything to share. What I will say is I think that if people are not supporting you... And not supporting your family and your kid and it's not doing any, it's it's not serving you. I am kind of a loudmouth sort of a lady, so this doesn't bother me, but I will call them out. <laughs> I will be like, listen, you're not, you're not help. Like you're, you're making this harder You've for me. What do you say? You've had to do that before. With other people? Yeah. Well, oh, oh, she's right. Okay, no, 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 you're right. There's been there's been times where I've called people out. Yeah. I think hardcore. But, but not not that not that people aren't supportive in in general, but there have been instances where I have called people out and mm-hmm. said like you're not being supportive and that sucks basically. Yeah. Everyone has different relationships with their family and their friends. That mm-hmm. that is me. That is what I do. I realize that not everybody would do that. Cuz here's the thing, I think that if you can like put it all out, then you can work through it. Like process it, talk it out, find a way to work through it, even if it's not like perfect. Cuz like this person that you're talking about, mm-hmm. it's not like it's perfect, mm-hmm. but I I also I'm just glad that I like aired my grievances. Like that yeah. to me like I can I can sleep at night knowing like I'm not holding anything in. Mm-hmm. That's just who I am. If that doesn't work for you, that's okay too. Mm-hmm. But I just think that if you if there's somebody in your life and your family that you're close to that is not accepting of your child or not being supportive of them, I think having that conversation, I mean I think always just like having the lines of communication open mm-hmm. is so important. And so that that would be my advice is just like have that conversation and just say to them like this hurts me. Yeah. This is hard for me to see you do this and and treat my child this way because sometimes people don't even realize like how they come off. Or, like, what they're doing is hurtful. Mm-hmm. Life is long and hard, and your family and your friend's job is to support you and your loved ones as you would do for them. So if people can't do that for you, there's the door. I mean, if it's, like, somebody really close to you, it's not like you're going to be like, there's the door. Well, right. No, I don't cut, I don't really cut people out of my life. but um, I cut some people out. <laughs> no, you don't. We don't need to cut people out. No, we don't need Type to. Oh. God. See, who's the drinker here? I didn't, no, didn't make any saw secret. Yeah, nobody was questioning. Um, <laughs> no, I. But like, yeah, life is long and hard, and we're all gonna go through challenges. Like, 
whether it's autism or, you know, some sort of sickness or job loss or financial strain or whatever. And you need to be there for your family. And if they can't reciprocate or you're feeling crapped on to keep it PG-13, I mean, I think you need to have those conversations. Yeah. Con- talk, 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 talk. All right, we're getting a little... <laughs> We like to talk. We like to talk. Not everyone likes to talk as much as we do. But I, I've said this before about like teachers, other caregivers. I just think like, especially when it comes to our kids, even if you're not the kind of person that usually stands up for yourself, like find that fight in you to have those conversations. And you don't have to come at them in a combative way. It doesn't have to be like that. But just opening those lines of communication and just saying like, yeah, like, like this was crappy or this made me feel crappy or just like I said this is hurtful like what can I do sometimes people I think too are just like nervous like they don't know how to act around special needs kids yeah and I like I said I haven't really experienced that with like my family because even like what you're talking about like that I don't think that there's not like an issue no I mean but like I will say, like, if it's me and Megan and the three kids, I'm like, Megan, you take Logan. I'll take the girls. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. there's still always... Like, like it's, it's easier just hard. For, it's easier for me to handle it's Logan. It's easier for you yeah. to handle Logan uh-huh. and for me to handle the girls. I, yeah. And I, I, I don't, like, fault you for that. I also... And I think maybe that's part of it, too. I don't really expect, like anybody to do my job for me yeah but I mean of course I wish there were times when like we could just like you would have nothing to do you know I wish that I could just like take the kids all by myself all day so you could like go do something just for you I know that's very sweet of you me and my mom tried well we did we watched the kids for was it two nights or one night yeah last year for Manny our anniversary I was pregnant so it wasn't like oh my god that was a year and a half ago yeah uh-huh. Holy shit. It was for, like, our six-year anniversary. Uh, we, Manny and I, like, had, like, a little weekend away. So, um, like I said, I was pregnant with Layla, so it wasn't like we, like, really got to, like, party or anything. how it would be if we didn't, me and Mom did that now? I think it'd be okay. There's uh, another kid. There's another kid, yeah. But they, but they did. My mom and my sister came for the weekend because even at that point with two kids, I knew it was not, we needed two people. We needed man on man. Logan needs, like, constant supervision. So, constant. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, but that, but you guys did a great job. Thanks. You lived. Yeah. You lived to tell the tale. But I feel like you guys were stressed, you and Manny. We had a real, that first, the first night, we were, Manny honestly was having a harder time than me. We were driving, it was, we went up to Michigan for just, like, two nights. It's, like, two-hour drive. And he was ready to turn around. He, because Logan had a hard time when we first left. And he didn't, he was sad when we left and Manny was like, we, we gotta go back home. We gotta just, we gotta cut this. Yeah. And I mean, it's hard cause I so wish that like, I could like give, like, I mean, I have, I could give the time, you know, but it's like how, like you wouldn't want to leave me with the kids thinking like, I'm going to be miserable. The kids are going to be miserable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I wish that it was like easier Maybe it will get easier. Yeah, it will. I don't know. I mean, I I think that what the situation we have now, I think is is good because like now typically when when somebody babysits for Logan, at least part of that time, he is in therapy. Mm-hmm. So that helps because then it's not like somebody has all 
three kids, like, which the only people that I actually leave with all three kids is you or Manny. Mm-hmm. Even my mom, like, the only times that she babysits is when Logan is in therapy, like, the whole time. Like, she might have him for, like, half hour. That's about it. Because they're a lot. They're a lot, and I just... And I'm a professional nanny. She is a nanny. I'm a yeah. nanny, and I can... They're a lot of work. Yeah. So she's spent a lot of time unreal. around kids. They're a lot of work, guys. It's unbelievable. <laughs> I'm not... It's astounding. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm used to it. So it's like, I know they're a lot of work, but I guess I'm just used to it. So, but every every time she babysits, she's like, these kids are so much work. And I'm like, yeah. I spend every day with them. I have a so, lot of stories. Yeah. A guess. lot of stories. Do you want to share an anecdote? No. No. No, I'm too tired. Because I have to <laughs> guess who's babysitting tomorrow. Yeah, that's true. But only till like, one-ish or something? Yeah, it's going to be a shorter... It's going to be a shorter <laughs> day. Um... What about when Logan? I love the kids dearly. I'm obsessed with them. I yeah, she does. Love I deeply them. love them. They're just but a they're lot. just a lot. <laughs> they're just. I mean, they're all over the place. Logan mainly. Logan mainly. Logan mainly is truly all over the place and never stops he moving. He needs constant. Yeah, you need to know what he's doing at all times. Like you, if you leave him alone for ten minutes, he is getting up. To something that you wouldn't even believe. He takes the top of the toilet yeah. tank off. Yeah, at like 7.30 in the morning, I sent Liliana downstairs to check on him. Megan had like left like 20 minutes before. And she came upstairs, she's like, oh, you, you, oh, Didi, potty, did something in the potty. You need to go, you need to go down there. And I went downstairs and Logan had taken the whole heavy top of the toilet tank off, the like porcelain thing, and was splashing around in the toilet tank water. Yeah. It was everywhere. I'm like, dude, it is 7.30 in the morning. Like, and I have to do this all day? Yeah. And she sent, ah. me, a, she sent me a picture of, of like, the, just the toilet take off. And she's like, it's 7.30 in the morning. This is what we're already dealing with. And yeah. I was like, sounds about right. Yeah. It's Megan is so, not even phased. I'm not, I literally, like, nothing phases me at this Oh, point. my God. I can't even tell you. No, nothing would surprise me. It's a lot. It's a lot, but I mean, we have some funny stories that we can tell. Okay, should we? How much? What what time are we at? I think we're probably starting to get. All right, we're getting pretty long. Do should we answer a couple more? Do you actually have questions? Were you making that up? Um, I was half making it up, but like I think, hold on. Um. Well, okay, quickly, I want to say there's a couple other like frequently asked questions that I get in general. So one of them is the question about like people in your family. So I think we've covered that. My advice is talk it out I get that question quite a bit so I know that that's something that plagues a lot of people and I'm I'm sorry about that because I wish that everybody's family was very supportive and loving another question I get a lot is about marriage and how how Manny and I keep our marriage happy and healthy through this autism journey and I'm not gonna lie it's always a work in progress um I was just saying to Manny that I want to have him on again as kind of a follow-up of follow-up episode he was on I think like episode three or episode four last year when I first started the podcast before I even like launched it I recorded an episode with him so I I would I would love to bring him back on so that we can kind of talk more about like marriage stuff so I don't really feel like we got into that too much so but in general I would say that Manny and I are I mean not that we don't fight because we definitely do or have our issues. Who do you fight with we definitely more, don't. me or Manny? Um, I don't. Probably you. Ooh. Yeah, I don't know. I. 
all this to say, like, you can have the greatest... I think me and Megan have, like, the, an amazing relationship, but we still fight all the time. We fight all the time, but we also get over it, like, so quickly. Usually. I think we usually get over it really quickly. Like, we can, like, say mean things to each other and then just be, like, over it and be like, all right, whatever. Basically, relationships are complicated. Relationships are complicated. Yeah. So, marriage, too. Don't forget about that. That's true. Don't forget about that. Um, But I, I do think that, again, just kind of, like, with, like, open lines of communication, like, if something's bothering me, like, I I try to just, like, talk to Manny. It's harder for him. He is not so much of a talker. I told him that he needs to come back on the podcast, and he didn't seem too thrilled with that, so... For you, the listeners of Adventures in Autism podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. I often get asked for book recommendations related to autism, and one that I always go back to is called The Out of Sync Child by Carol Kranowitz, and it was actually recommended to me by a friend who is also an OT, and I read this book years ago before Logan was even diagnosed. It's not necessarily just for autism. It also goes into like sensory processing disorder or ADHD, but it's just very valuable information and a really great resource that I still pull from today, even though I read it years ago. So that's a really good one. Sometimes just to get my mind off things, I also just enjoy good old chiclet. (laughs) I love anything by Emily Giffen, like something borrowed or something blue, and those are available on Audible as well, but you can pick from any of their titles. So to download Download your free audiobook today. Go to audibletrial.com slash adventures in autism. All one word. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash adventures in autism for your free audiobook. Okay, we had a little recording glitch and some of our conversation got lost. I'm not really sure what happened, but we're actually back a couple days later (laughs) to finish up this episode. Mm -hmm. So to just kind of finish what I was talking about before, as far as like marriage and how Manny and I have been able to keep our marriage, you know, happy and healthy. It's always a work in progress. We are constantly trying to evolve and make things better. I think Manny and I are honestly just very lucky that we have a good, solid foundation of love and more than anything we are both just so committed to our three children but especially to logan and his his care and just making sure that he has as much love and support that he needs and like i said that goes for all three of our kids so i wish there was like a magic a magic thing i could say but honestly it's just kind of like a day-to-day be honest and open with each other and just always strive to to keep your marriage healthy and happy. So that's that. And then the the next thing I want to talk about that I, I constantly get questions about is just podcasting in general. So if you are somebody who is looking to start a podcast, I will always help you out. So let me know if you're interested in starting a podcast and I can give you some of my advice. Honestly, the best advice that I get that I just tell everybody actually came from a a podcaster she hosts a podcast called I'll Have Another her name is Lindsay Hine Mm -hmm. I don't even listen to her podcast Melissa listens to it yes but she big Lindsay fan but she had really started her podcast like from nothing 
mm-hmm. and has been able to like build it into Thanks. build it into something pretty big. So Melissa had suggested to me when I was, you know, thinking about doing the podcast, she was like, you should send an email to Lindsay and just ask her if she has any advice. And she was very kind and got back to me. I sent other emails. People did not get back to me. So I really appreciate Lindsay. But she gave me some really solid advice that, like I said, I always pass along to people. And the first thing she had told me was to have a few episodes recorded before I, like, launch the podcast. So when I first started the show, I was recording very kind of quietly and just sort of getting these episodes together and ready to go so that then I had, I think I had four episodes when I actually launched it. So that way, like, the idea is for, you know, if someone finds your show, they have, like, some content to binge on and hopefully, like, get hooked. So... That that was really good advice. She also had said, and I think this is probably the most important thing, is just to have a very clear vision of what you are trying to convey. So having just a crystal clear message. And that part, honestly, was easy for me. I think maybe for some people wanting to start a podcast, they're not really sure like what direction they want to go. I knew that I wanted to talk with other you know parents and professionals and individuals affected by autism and just kind of hear their stories. I wanted it to be very casual and conversational. I always say that to guests when I'm talking to them about prepping. Everyone's like, what questions do you have for me? And usually we do have like a, you know, kind of a guideline we're going to talk about. But I always say, I'm like, I just want it to feel like we are, you know, sitting at my couch, drinking a cup of coffee and kind of sharing our stories. So that, like I said, was, was an easy part for me, just kind of getting figuring out the message I wanted for the show. I just wanted to share love and support basically. Uh, and then she also had said, and this is so important and it has definitely been something that I strive for is just consistency. So, you know, I, I release weekly episodes and I try to release them like around the same time and just be consistent, which I think Melissa will attest to. I am not always the best at that stuff. Mm-hmm. I tend to be a procrastinator. I, but like, I definitely text her on Wednesday mornings. I'm like, um, your social media posts are not up yet. Yeah. Let's she lets go. me know. She lets me know. I then share all the stuff. Well, and there was one day recently where I didn't, you I usually, I didn't forget, but it was like, I, I tried to get the episode like done and ready to go and have it out by like midnight. Mm-hmm. And I just, I knew I wasn't going to have it all ready to go. So Melissa was texting me like, um, you didn't put the episode out. And I was like, it's coming. I like to wake up. And if I wake up early, I like to have it on my early drive to work. That's my, that's my goal is that it's like done early. Although everyone's in different time zones. So yeah, that doesn't always like work out so well. But yeah, I think that is something that for anyone looking to podcast, just know that there is work that goes into this. It's not like, you know, a podcast doesn't happen out of thin air. You've got to put some work in. I actually do have a couple of questions. Oh, okay. Sorry. Melissa also has some questions. Um, but that's, that's really it on podcasting. But again, if you have any questions, if you're interested in starting a podcast, hit me up. I would love to talk with you. And then one more thing I wanted to amend when I went back and listened to what we had recorded previously, when I had talked about supplements and diets, I forgot because it's been a while, we did try CBD oil with Logan. We actually tried like three or four different brands, 
at different strengths. Honestly, it really did nothing for him. I wish that I had a different answer to that because I was so hopeful. I've heard such great things about CBD and I've talked to a lot of listeners who have tried it and it's been great for their kids. So if it's something that you're thinking about trying or interested in, I would say like, again, it's not something that really could hurt. So it's, it's a good idea to give it a shot. There are a lot of people that have had great success with it, but we don't use it anymore because honestly it really made like no difference. It also made no difference to me as a supplement to my anxiety medication. Yes. One of them was one that you tried and it didn't work for you. So we're like, all right, well, even though we've tried these other ones, we'll try it for Logan. I mean, if it works for people, awesome. Yes. Keep doing it. But I don't know. I haven't ever had any beneficial. I have, I have talked to people who have said it's helpful, helpful to their kids. So, I mean, again, I don't think it's, I don't think it hurt anything. I feel like CBD is like a real hot button topic right now. There's CBD places everywhere. Yeah. They're popping up all over the place. Um, and allegedly, uh, medical cannabis is going to be legal in Illinois Mm -hmm. in January. So we'll see more on that later. More on that to come. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay. So what are your questions? Well, my questions were actually, uh, related to like having a podcast. I wanted to ask you like, what has been the best thing? Although I feel like I know the answer. And then what has been the hardest thing and what has been the most surprising thing? The, the best thing hands down is just community. Like the community. Uh-huh. Yeah. And the support. And I had mentioned it before, but like there are people, you know, that I have made these connections with through the podcast that are my friends in real life. Like yeah. there's people that people I am live in your neighborhood. Yeah. That live close that to me. You didn't me. even know before. Right. And if I hadn't started the podcast, like I don't think we would have established those relationships. And like, they are part of my support team now. And I'm like Jamie or Tamika, like I can text them and say, I'm having a rough day. Or they can tell me like, I've got this going on. I need mm-hmm. your support. And it's amazing. But then there are also like just countless listeners and guests that I keep up with on like a weekly basis, if not more. And just, they check in with me. I check in with them. We talk about the episodes. Like it, this really has, I, I started this because I also needed the community, but I, I knew that people out there could benefit from this, but I knew that I would benefit also. And that has definitely happened for me. Is this like more than you imagined or what, where did you think you'd be in a year where you had no idea? I really had no idea. I really was like, I don't know if like anybody would listen to this. Honestly, I knew that it was needed in the Mm -hmm. community. Mm -hmm. I knew that there wasn't a podcast like this. So Mm -hmm. I, I was really hopeful that, that it would, you know, kind of catch fire. And I, it's still, it is still surprising to me, especially when I get those emails from listeners that are like this this podcast is like my therapy and, Mm -hmm. you know, listening to all these different stories has given me new hope and new perspective. And yeah, when I hear people say things like that, like I'm just, I'm so, first of all, I'm just so happy for them because like, I want everyone to feel that way. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm so happy that like this, you know, this thing that I have really put like my blood, sweat and tears in over the last year is doing what it's supposed to do, that Mm -hmm. it's resonating with the listeners and they are, they're gaining from it. Mm Mm-hmm. The hardest thing I would say is, is just like, yeah, that consistency, especially over the summer. I had mentioned this on my last solo episode, but I, it was podcasting over the summer was tough because I have, you know, all three kids home with me and Logan had stuff going on, but he was home a lot more. So Mm -hmm. I didn't have as much time to devote to the podcast. And 
I thought about taking like a summer break, but I had enough episodes kind of banged at that point that I knew I could get us through. And then I recorded a few kind of here and there. Um, but yeah, just like keeping up and being consistent because that is something that just in my life I struggle with. So that has been something that I've had to really, uh, practice getting my little hiney in gear has been, (laughs) it's been tough, but I'm honestly, I'm really proud that it has been a year. I have, I've done it and it's, it's really like remarkable to me that it was a year ago that we did all this. Cause it's, and, and so many ways I still feel like a total newbie when people do message me and say, I want to start a podcast. Do you have any advice for me? Like, I'm like, I feel like I just got started with this, but I, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess a year and is like pretty good. You got a year under your belt. A whole year. Yeah. So to that note, I do just want to say thank you so very much to everyone who is listening Everyone who has shared the podcast, who has written the reviews, that messages me. I say that every week, but, like, from the bottom of my heart, I mean that because I, like like we said, I'm a one-woman show. I am just running this <laughs> on my own. I'm not very good at this stuff. I've had to figure a lot of things out, and it has been a lot of work. But when I get those messages and I hear from you guys and I see all those downloads, I'm just like, okay, this is, like, it's happening. Like, this is all it's worth it. People are benefiting from this and I'm, I'm so happy to do it, but I truly like, I'm just, I'm so thankful for everyone for listening and just for all the support. Mm-hmm. I just want to say I'm really proud of you. <laughs> um, it's, it's been remarkable to see how much you have put into this and committed to this and the community that you have developed. It's incredible. Um, and I'm just very, very proud of you. Well, I really appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you for always being such a support to me and Mm -hmm. for, and you were a big reason why I started the podcast too, because you were like, yeah, you should do it. You were definitely like pushing me to start a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I knew like once you got going, I mean, I'm not on like the hard end of it, but like, I don't know. It doesn't seem that hard. To do a podcast? (laughs) Yeah. Okay, I'm going to call you when I'm trying to, like, schedule interviews. Wait, did we already talk about how we were going to start a podcast? I think, yeah, I think that was in the other part. That's in the first part. Yeah, but then, because of that, though, that was kind of what, I was like, okay, I think I can do this. And you were like, you and my mom were just, like, major supporters of just, like, me and podcasting in general. And just, like... Yeah, and I think I have learned so much about autism from learning. I mean, I've listened to I every episode. Yeah. I mean, from you, it's just, it is really amazing to me to watch you learn so much. Cause I never, I mean, no offense, but I never really thought of you as like a major learner. She's like really kind <laughs> to me, guys. She's a really No, sweet... but actually it is. Like, she is the older sister. I'm the older I don't know sister, if we mentioned that. But like. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, like, a reader and, like, a researcher. So I'm not of. a real intellectual type. You're not. No. But, I mean, I, mean, I wouldn't <laughs> even describe myself as an intellectual type. But, like, even, like, when I go to her, like, her spa and she does, like, esthetician stuff on me, I'm like, wow, you, how do you know that? And you you're like, dude, I me. have my aesthetics license. Yeah, I mean, I'm a professional. I've been an esthetician for a long time. You did ask me the other day when you read one of my Instagram posts if I, like, <laughs> use a thesaurus. Yeah. So I don't know what Did you? No. But she was like, who writes these? I know. Like, it's do just, you have a ghostwriter? It's really... It's really shocking. If you if you ever hung out with her in person, <laughs> no, I'm totally joking. No, it's just it's very impressive. 
Um, yeah, and just like everything you know about autism, I've learned. And yeah, I mean, I knew I knew a little bit going in, but I truly have learned so much, and I yeah. I learn more every episode. I know it's crazy. It's there's there's so much out there. I yeah, and I mean, I just hope like in year two you continue to keep up. Like you've had so many great guests. I hope you mm-hmm. have new cool guests. Bring back some form past guests um just keep it going i would like to see maybe do some kind of live event this year oh wow yeah okay i think that'd be really really awesome my goal for the podcast this year a live event would be awesome i don't know we're gonna make it happen okay you heard it here first guys throw that out into the universe megan's closet yeah right um i would like to get a website together that is like a personal goal for myself great when i started the podcast i really just kind of like did the best that I could yeah. <laughs> and this is this is where we're at so I would really like to get the pod the the website going and sure maybe we could do a uh, website a live event live event we'll see 2020 goals it's 2020 is a big year yeah 2020 is a big year um all right well I think that really is it so again thank you so much for listening let me know if you like having melissa around maybe she'll come back for she was bitten by the podcast bug because she just wanted to like keep on going oh yeah i could finish i mean i could seriously i could do a telethon a 24 hour telethon of me like yippity yippity full house telethon yeah, yeah telethon 90 exactly i have a lot to say okay, okay. well maybe we'll bring her back Maybe not. Just or like, know. hell no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, hopefully we didn't annoy you guys too much. We're a little kooky when we're together. So feel free to, you know, share the pod. Please. Share the yes. Love. Please share the pod. If you have enjoyed listening, you know, tell a friend, especially in the autism community, if somebody you think would benefit from this show, please. And, and let me know if there are things that you guys want to hear going into year two. I think Melissa's right. I want to, like, bring back some favorites to get some updates. And... Things change. Things change. Logan's yeah. getting a device. Yeah. Big, I've, big kid. These kids are bebopping and getting older and things are bebopping. changing. Yeah. Do you want me to stop talking? <laughs> She's making this face at me like, can you please shut up? <laughs> I mean, I gotta catch up at some point. But yeah, I would love to bring back some guests. Let, let me know if there's things that you want to hear. If you have guest suggestions. I, I love that. Just just recently, like I had said last week, my, my guest Kyle was a suggestion from a listener and I'm, I'm so So you grateful. reached out to Kyle? I reached out to Kyle because she, she tagged, well, I don't, she didn't necessarily suggest him, but she tagged me in one of his posts, I think, mm. like, cause she knew that I would be something I would want to see. And I did. Uh, so yeah, if you have somebody who you think would be, be a good guest, let me know. If you yourself would want to be a guest, hit me up. I'm always looking for more guests, but that really is, that's, that's all we got now. So again, thank you so much, you guys. You're the best. I, I love serving this community. So thank you. Bye.